Ladies and gentlemen, let me welcome you to the reigning, defending, and undisputed best wrestling show in the world, as hosted by Braden Mayhew and Will Macklin. This is wrestling with ideas. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are back for another wonderful week to discuss all things pro wrestling. I, of course, am Braden Mayhew, joined alongside Will Macklin, and of course, our newest recruits who are back for a second week for Mr. Alec Misk and a, I believe, third for yes. you, Mr. Zachary McGibbon, Ron yep. Gibby. Yep, Mr. Ron Gibby. Is this yeah. going to be like official? Like you guys are in? Like. I hope so. Well, I I, hope I, so. I, I'm, I'm fine for that, uh, you know, wrestling with ideas contract. Yeah, you know? I know. I don't know if I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> instead, of, instead of tough enough, it's strong enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You need to get that strong enough contract. <laughs> I don't know, man. Are you Russo enough? That's, Am I that's Russo enough? enough. It's like, <laughs> I'm Dixie enough. Are you Russo enough? <laughs> yeah. ah, Russo is on a whole different level. So then who's the Ferrara of the the two of you then? Oh. No, no Ed Ferrara? No yeah, Ed yeah, Ferrara? Right. Uh, no, Russo is his own... Uh, Loose cannon. Yeah. And we've got Macklin, who's like the Heyman of the group. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> I try to be. What does he get the Heyman one? I'm overweight. Can I be Jim Cornette? <laughs> I want to be Jim Cornette. That's a fun one to be. <laughs> Just nonstop are you, yelling? Are you that insane, though? Do you Sometimes. bother you that much to where if you If I have to see a Survivor Series like that again, probably. Well, yeah, let's get that, into that, that man. That was a very interesting show, wasn't it? Yes. Well, as many of you know, if you're listening to this show anyway, for <laughs> thing, all things wrestling, Survivor Series was on Sunday. Yep. And before we go on and talk about it, the weird thing about this show is I wouldn't exactly call it a bad show. There was some good matches on it. It was just everything it. predictable But happened. it was, yeah, it was nothing special at all. It was yep. nothing special about the pay-per-view. You could have called that show a thousand leagues away and been right. The only matches that I was excited about was really the, the Ambrose and Kevin Owens match. But that one, that was kind of like... I, you, got, you just know the ending. That's the only problem, right? Like, yeah. And just the 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 actual main event was just so rushed. Uh, I know, right? What, what they gave, they gave them nine minutes, I believe. Yeah. I guess. They, what a big main event, eh? Nine minutes. It, yeah. I mean, Charlotte and Paige got more. Yeah. Which is not 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 a problem, but like you think the main event would be. Yeah, exactly. Like, you think they give them at least fifteen? Like, and even Charlotte and Paige's match wasn't good. Like it was long, but it wasn't good. Like I mean, I, I think Ziggler and Breeze had a good match, but. For the whole, like, six minutes they (laughs) put on a match? It was fine. Right, but, like, all the things that happened that you were like, all right, they got it. They had such a good opportunity here to actually do something insightful and turn a guy heel and actually boost a star somehow, and they totally missed it. They went and did the safest thing imaginable, which was take an upper card Guy mm-hmm. who's hasn't done anything really since well, uh, 2010 he, when he came in or 2009 when he came in and it's Seamus is your your number one heel right now yeah like that's crazy to me <laughs> and it's 2009 all over again like he, Roman Reigns was getting booed it was a perfect time to turn him yep and and they just why do they want to protect him so much is it because Cena's out is it because they want sales on the shirts like I don't understand. I'm so sad. <laughs> what I just don't get is how Sheamus, he's a great wrestler, but he's a perennial jobber. So how how does he get that? Uh, it's, it's, um, yeah, 
Seamus. Like, of all people, like, in your worst, like, rating slump you've had in, like, at least a decade, you give him the championship. No, basically, yeah. It's like, what do you, like, I know WWE doesn't use steroids anymore, but they practically, by giving a jobber that much uh, responsibility to lead the company, you just injected him with steroids. And be like, here you go. This is your tough yeah. guy. Go. And it's just, it's fake. It, you know, it's just like, he's not going to last. They have no one else to put in that position. And they're trying to build up Reigns, who... He's a great wrestler, but for whatever reason, he's not over. And I just don't think he will be over. He's just, he's being forced on people. And people don't like being told who to cheer for. To to me, I think the promos had really killed him in the end. Because, you know, he's been a he was a great wrestler. And he's he's getting better. I mean, he, to me, if you get a four-star match out of the big show, uh, from what we saw in Extreme Rules, I know we've seen that match over and over and over again. And it was an Extreme Rules match, so there's a little bit more to work with. But if you get, like... Any sort of four-star match at a big show, in my opinion, you deserve to get some credit. You know, so it's like, I, 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 to me, I just don't understand why you go with Sheamus at this point as well. Because he doesn't, he doesn't have that star power that he had in 2009, 2010. We've, su- we've seen it before. And, and, and the best part about this, in my opinion, is that he was in a comedy segment with The New Day. Just like, before, just before yeah. that, and he looked he ridiculous. Was. And you're like, and so, I'm watching this, and I'm like, this guy's going to be the world champion. So yeah. basically, going into the pre-show, this show had no pre-show match until I guess uh, the show aired, right? Because um, they had they had a <laughs> it, was, it was like Team Geek. You had Stardust, Miz, mm-hmm. Bo Dallas, and the Ascension against uh, I guess a team that's at least somewhat better of uh, Neville, the Dudleys. Titus O'Neil and a returning <laughs> Goldust. Gold yeah, and Gold- I think they actually no put, build up to that. By the way. I know they didn't. Well, they, they put Goldust was a late comer because yep. of uh, Cesaro going down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Cesaro's now done for four to six months. Yeah, he's got a what a torn rotator cuff. Yeah, yeah. shoulder yeah. surgery like he just had today, mm-hmm. and so he's gone as well. One thing I think. Oh, how many guys are just dropping now? Obviously, Cena's gone for on hiatus for his Fox show for troops or something yep. like Orton that. Orton's shoulder got busted. Yeah, sho- yeah Orton. <laughs> that was a weird Seth injury. And Cesaro now. Like, what did, all of them are dropping like flies. And I think it's because either because of how much they're working, mm-hmm. uh, three hour Raws, uh, I think every day, main event, like the live events and stuff yep. like that. Like, there's no off season in wrestling, obviously. Right. Like, and these guys are working so hard, and the only time they can get t- time off is literally at the like break themselves. <laughs> yeah, and that and it sucks, man. Like, and, but the thing is, there's there to me, there's never going to be an off season in wrestling for WWE anyway. Right. If there was a new promotion that came out, and they're like, we do have an off season, then I could probably see that. But for WWE, they've got the network, and they need to keep people. But don't you think? Subscribe th- I, don't it. you think they should have less live events then? Uh well, that means less money to them though. No, I think that's where they make their money. Yeah, exactly. Right live, now, live events are their big money maker. A lot of people forget that, and it's also a good opportunity for wrestlers to try out new moves right. at live events. So, to me, I don't think it's just getting rid of live events. I think the pay per get rid of them. But I think less. I think pay per views are too much. I think there's way too many pay per views. I think twelve a year is too much. What I think it, I think is, I think is. I think to me like to me I would ra- much rather have. Go back to the 80s and all that. I know it's like nostalgic and all that, but like the, the big, big four. four yeah. If you go back to a big four, I think you'd make much more money. Didn't the, and you TNA have did that? Yeah, but they, they had to because they didn't have money. To do well, it's <laughs> that. But also, like, if you go back to a big four format, you have a lot more time to develop. Stories. That's true, but I think you don't do. I think you go in the middle. Don't go 12. Don't go four. Go eight. 
Okay. Yeah. 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 And then give a couple months off so that, you know, it, it would give a little bit of build to other pay-per-views. I could see that. Right, yeah. So, but I, think- but I think we have more this year now. Because of the, if you count the specials. Yeah, well, because they had, like, they just glorified live events in Japan. Yeah. They had New York. And they and had Elimination Chamber, Then the Elimination which they Chamber, added. which is smart. So now it's, like, 13. And I think they should turn the Slammies it. into a, their own show as well. Yeah, put it on the network, make it a network exclusive. I think so, too. I think that's what you do rather than have you put it on Raw at the same time. It's just yep. so... It doesn't feel important at all. I don't mm-hmm. care about it. <laughs> Slammies <laughs> are stupid anyway. Yeah, I feel like they're they're kind of forcing that on you, even when they do like the Hall of Fame stuff right. around WrestleMania. It's like it's the time of year to do it. Don't get me wrong, but does it need to be like the pre-show type thing for WrestleMania? Like, do we need like that coming out for that? It's like they have them come out during WrestleMania, give a wave to the crowd and all that stuff. But it's like they could have their own separate like two three hours thing on the network just devoted to right. it. Like, because you could even go like mini documentary into why they're there. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. There's so many things you can do. But. Um, the only thing I can really say, and it's to get back to the Survivor Series right. match. Neville, the only guy eliminated from his team. Oh God. Like, yeah. like really, just like <sighs> not even any one of the other like you. C- he couldn't. Titus could survive, and yeah. yes. Neville couldn't. And no disrespect oh, to Titus O'Neil. No disrespect to him. But, but it's like the way he's been pushed. I'm, you you got to be kidding me. Right. I mean, he was barely on TV for the longest time. I, I forget, know. So. Was it? Uh, who who actually pinned Neville again? Was it was it Stardust who eliminated him from the match? It was Stardust or Bubba Ray? Oh no no oh Bo or rather not Bubba Bo. Ray he oh, was on this right. or yeah. Bo Bo oh that makes it even worse yeah <laughs> yeah oh. And anyway, the rest of the baby faces end up just eliminating all the rest of the job squad, and it um, the Dudleys, Titus, and Goldust all win, and that's the wonderful little. Traditional Survivor Series match pre-show that yeah. we had no I can't idea believe they did the that. actual pre-show. I can't believe yeah. they did that. I mean, it's like at a point where ratings are so low, and you decide to force a program that had no build to a marquee event, which is supposed to be like the structure, the gimmick match right. that it's supposed to be, and you put it on the pre-show. You have a brother's rivalry, and you put that on the pre-show. To me, that's just... To, to me, it's insulting. Well, at least they yeah. gave us like one on the actual show, and I, yeah. I knew they would. But we'll we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. So the actual pay per view opened with the first uh, semifinal match for the tournament: Roman Reigns against Alberto Del Rio. And in all fairness, this was a very good pay per view opener. Yep. This yep. match, I thought, okay, oh, yeah, so maybe we're going to be in for a good show. Well, I knew they had to start these guys off the yep. first the first two matches semifinals because they had to have them close off the show and give mm-hmm. them some time in between, right? And yeah, I thought uh, this match was great. Mm-hmm. And it made yeah made Roman look good and made ADR was good like I, obviously we all know the outcome that's the only problem with this yeah. stuff he still yeah. needs to retire that ridiculous foot stomp right <laughs> I, I am done with Alberto Del Rio using Finn Balor's finishing move no I know uh, I know Balor doesn't set it up that way want- either but like when he came off the top rope and Reigns like countered out of it. And he kind of was limping. I'm like, oh my goodness, he didn't just like injure himself doing yeah. that ridiculous move. He? <laughs> yeah, like that's what it's, that's what's going to happen at some point. Like, yeah. he, it's 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 kind of a dangerous move with Kalisto. Like uh, the week before for right. the yeah. the quarterfinal, mm-hmm. you've seen kind of how like awful that looked. It's a move he's definitely got to stop using. Like just the the arm bar or find something easier. Like I don't know that super kick. Yeah, that, <laughs> I, pin John Cena. Yeah, he has. That they don't talk sense. about at all. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. just pretend that, that John just isn't around, I guess, and that he didn't lose the United yeah, States Championship. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, after that, um, 
I, I think like after that day, he was faking being hurt though because I think he like hit Reigns with, like a super kick or like yeah, a high right. kick and then uh, kind of took advantage from there. But when that first happened, his selling was good. Then I'm like, okay, maybe he injured himself off the yeah, yeah. the old jump. Uh, it didn't really matter because then uh, Reigns ends up kind of coming back with a Superman punch and they they fight for a bit and. Yeah, Del Rio did get the cross arm breaker on him near the end, yeah. which is I think the first time he's actually pulled that move out since coming back. Yeah. I, I could be wrong, but uh, no, I think it's the first time. I've that's seen the it. first time I've seen it, anyways. And then uh, Roman Reigns just kind of Superman lifts him, brings him to the rope, and then right. uh, he's able to counter and eventually get the spear for the W. Yeah, and Reigns is in the finals. Yeah, and then yeah, we saw our Ambrose and KO match. Another good match. It was it was a little short as well, but. A lot of the matches to me felt rushed. A lot yeah. of them were. Yeah, so the same thing here. Like this was a good like I was excited just to see these two guys fight. And considering mm-hmm. they're yeah. still continuing the feud, which was the original plan for them anyway, going into the pay per view, yeah. we're gonna see more of it. And I think they if they get more time, I think we'll see a lot of good matches out of those two guys. And it'll be for the intercontinental title. Yeah, a good uh, good back and forth. I loved uh I love whenever he does it. It's kinda like like uh, a weird High angle, like superplex thing that I don't really know what the move is called that Kevin Owens does off the top. It's like a twisting fisherman, some fisherman buster of some kind. That move is always phenomenal to see. And yeah, yeah, no, he's both these guys have great move sets, and yeah, I think I think they'll do they'll do well. The only thing I don't like about Ambrose is that uh, Nigel McGuinness clothesline. I've been uh, so you must have loved when Ambrose got kicked in the face. Yeah, flew into the ropes. Oh, loved kicked it. in the face again. Loved yeah, every yeah. minute of it. It's so like it's so telegraphed. You could yeah. see it coming from a mile away, right? I and, mean, the only guy who really did it well was Nigel McGuinness. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, it's true. Eh? So I mean, when Ambrose does it, I find it's very clunky and uneven. When I see McGuinness, but that's do it, kind of his gimmick, though, right? I know, but it's like I, I just, I just can't. I don't buy it. Yeah, I don't buy it. It's I hard. just when you when yeah. you make that like his description, everything about Dean Ambrose is kind of. Clunky and bumbly. Yeah, like no, every movie does. Yeah, does is like that. Well, that's his style, I guess. It's but. the lunatic fringe. Yeah, yeah. So but now I see Ky- around the edges, basically. You know, yeah, like, yeah. You, But now I see Kyle O'Reilly doing that. technical stuff. But 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 now I see Kyle O'Reilly doing that stuff. Now I'm like, okay, just leave it to McGinnis. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know there's moves that you like that most wrestlers will use on a constant basis, but that McGinnis uh, clothesline was so what the ending uh, right. came about when. I think Owens went for like a pop-up powerbomb on Dean, and he leapfrogged over him. Then he took mm-hmm. the two super kicks, yeah. in which he got caught with a super kick, went for that bounce back lariat, and then got kicked in the face again. Right. Uh, Owens went for another pop-up powerbomb. Ambrose with a hurricane run out of nowhere, and then yeah, basically cool sequence. caught him with uh, dirty deeds and yeah, pinned him. Good. Yeah, no, I, I yeah I enjoyed the match. It was it was it was, uh, it was good. Oh yeah, finishing sequence was fantastic. Like, but like, again, these just these matches are just rushed and predictable. They're quick. Yeah. They were easy. <laughs> Actually, wow. this one I didn't know who was going to win. Like that that could have been. There's a little bit of uh, there's a little bit of it, but I just knew. Like yeah. Reigns, for sure, you knew he was beating Del Rio. Like that one hundred percent. And as far as who Reigns was going to face to win the title, that it I could have gone either know. way, depending yeah. on if Ambrose was going to. But I just know not. that they wanted because they. I mean, Ambrose is the only guy that's been in a um, main event mm-hmm. since you know of uh, the guys in the tournament. Like uh, yeah, 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 Ambrose and Reigns are the only two guys yep. that main evented. Yeah, in the last like uh, eleven months. Yeah, like, yep. at least a year. Only, yeah. those are the only two guys that have done it, other than the guys who are out right now. So Rollins, Lesnar, Sting, those Cena, guys. and like so. Yeah, they're all right now. They're out. So yeah, that's why I thought okay, this this is their chance to boost these two stars. 
and turn one guy heel. <laughs> so, <laughs> even though the booking of this match is completely ridiculous and it kind of kills for half of it, I was kind of entertained in the traditional Survivor Series match we got during the show, which was New Okay, Day. so Xavier Woods' hair... Hey, Fantastic. Was, was the star of that. Five well, stars. <laughs> what, what did he compare himself to again? It was uh, like... L- little Richie, yeah. he yes. he's, uh, it was he awesome. had the pompadour rocking like Little yeah. Richie. He said, <laughs> yeah. but then you see, like you had like bad news and Seamus with them. Yeah, it just doesn't fit. And now they're looks like they're part of the authority now. I know <laughs> it's so weird. With Rusev, <laughs> with Rusev. and with Rusev, yeah, too. Yeah, with Rusev, right? Yeah, super strange. Oh my lord! And yet here you have Barrett and Seamus looking like complete white guy goofs with yeah. the New Day. Like, like I mean, New Day's in a segment, and Seamus is the bigger goof than they are somehow. And that's what, why what, we what was the line you said yeah. again? Like, are we gonna get jiggy on these posers? <laughs> right. Yeah. Get that got jiggy. a laugh out of me. But then I realized he's I, my world champion. Yeah. Then I stopped laughing. I chuckled, and the facial expression he made was even more better. It was like, yeah, I just said probably the yeah. stupidest thing on live television ever, and New Day proceeded. to to ignore him the rest of the way through. <laughs> and the best was, during the whole time everybody's talking, New Day's music was playing. As soon as Seamus says that corny line, it's like the music just ended. It was just no, I complete yeah. awkward You could silence. basically hear like the record skip. You could hear, yeah. pro- if there were crickets in the arena, you would be able to hear them at like that moment. <laughs> kind of like when you won the title. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, all three? All four now? <laughs> Super brutal. No. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. So... Uh, the match was 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 decent. Uh, yeah, don't break it down. Let's go. <laughs> let's move it. Let's move on to was it she- was it Paige and Charlotte? Yeah. Let's yep. Say who won. Say who won. Well, basically, Sheamus gets left on his own because New Day ditches the match. Like two people didn't even get eliminated. I think Barrett was the only Barrett and Big E were the only two who got eliminated from the, right. uh, the actual heel side and of the good guy side. I believe the like one of the Usos. Side. One of the Usos got eliminated. Yeah, I think so. Yep. So Sheamus was left like with at least three people on one. And he fights forever yeah. and then loses because the three good guys triple team the one bad guy. Like Is that guys. looking strange to anybody? Is that odd? <laughs> it sucked. That was just my boy Ryback. That's my boy Ryback. Because they bailed on their partner. Yeah, it's a throwaway match. Happened. I just kind of feel like the geniuses behind Jar Jar Binks wrote that segment. <laughs> yeah, he, pr- they, he probably did. Let's check the writing for The guy who wrote... Uh, uh, Phantom Menace and see if he had anything to do with this paper. <laughs> I'm sure he did. Uh, he probably did. <laughs> so the look. Divas title match is really not a whole lot to say about Paige. It was and great. Like, they threw each other around for a little bit and it was good. But I mean, this the ending was so abrupt again. With, yep. It was like, okay, Charlotte, put your finish on and it's over. Yeah, <laughs> and it's I over. Paige like screamed and then like one scream and then just tapped like, yeah. immediately. Right. Yeah. And that was it. Wow. The only the only thing with that is like this big blood feud where you know Paige was, was said some some of the worst things I've ever heard on television. Honestly, you didn't it like was it. Awful. I I hated it. I I thought it was for me for me it was just lazy because that means it's like it, it means that you are running out of creative ideas for this feud and you're just gonna try and go for the cheap shot to try and get some cheap heat. Right. Yeah. So, but anyways, enough about that. Uh, to me, it's like this big blood feud between these two. It doesn't start off with a brawl. It starts off with a waist lock. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a waist lock. It's like... A classic. Just it's like, like, get rid of the feud, like that, that. Like that's how you, that's how that's you how really... That's fight. Well, yeah. I can get on to ridiculous... <laughs> I, I'm trying to imagine you now going up to people's like, yo, you want to fight? You want to go? Put Sim in a so, waist uh, lock? You know what I mean? As if we weren't already talking about matches being rushed anyway. Dolphin Tyler Breeze get six minutes on pay-per-view. Yeah. And Breeze wins. And it's like nothing. And it's like, why should the feud even continue? 
Then he took the, the pin the next guy. night. <laughs> like, good job, Breeze. Oh, well, they're trying to get Breeze over, I guess, but... By by having him lose, oh, what a great job. What <laughs> a great player. No, he won, yeah. He won, he won here. But, I'm talking about Raw the well, next well, night. Let's not oh. let's forget about that show. <laughs> Nobody, Nobody, Nobody watched, watched Raw. That's Nobody true. The ratings show. <laughs> the ratings show that. <laughs> And then we had Undertaker's game. Celebration 25 okay, year match. So this match sucked also. Yeah, no, well, I, I wouldn't w- say it sucked, but it was just it was nothing. Like it was a showcase match for the Undertaker. Yeah, so was, yeah. Why do we having him win? Why are we having him win that way? Why did they switch out Strowman for Luke Harper randomly? Harper can work. I know he's yes. a better work. I understand, but like you know, like have him be the one who's promoted then from the beginning. Don't switch him late. Yeah, and then like I guess they just wanted to see Strowman versus Taker. Right? I want to see yeah. the big tall guys, or whatever. I'm not can't like, wait for WrestleMania 32. Braun Strowman versus the Undertaker. <laughs> no way that happens. No <laughs> way. going to be great. That actually happens. It's going to have no <laughs> chance. Taker and Strowman with a referee in the middle, and Strowman just going to be laughing like an idiot because that's <laughs> basically like what he embodies the WWE laughing at the fans, which is the Undertaker. Because that's basically that's we like Taker. I don't even know why still, but we just like him. Well, it's just kind of yeah, it's just sad now. You know when you like. You're watching like your grandma's gonna die eventually. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, this, she's hanging around <laughs> for no reason. She's just there. Yeah, just like all right, grandma. Like, there. You kind of want my money. She has like, her moments. Like she's soaked up to all the life support machines, you just, but I you want, still take yeah, time you, to dye her hair. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what you're saying is, you just want the guy to pass the torch. That's yeah. what he needs to do, this and not is, just lose to somebody like Brock Lesnar, who's already a made person. He needs to lose. To somebody who's going to benefit when he just keeps running over the Wyatt family, does nothing for them, and this has happened. Well, like we well we should now. have expected this. I mean, the booking into this, I'm, it was like Undertaker and Kane dominated the Wyatts throughout the entire feud. Yeah, so why did they even have the match when Undertaker? I don't know. When you got to ask WWE. Kane, Kane <laughs> like, back from their souls being taken, and they destroyed all Wyatts by themselves. They got their revenge for their souls being taken. Why did why this match? My question is, why didn't Bray Wyatt use the power of Kane and Undertaker during the match and, like, shock Undertaker and lightning, like, em- the Emperor? How and funny would it be if that weird back. graphic played on the screen, like the weird twirly thing with yeah. all the energy and lightning, and then yeah. Kane and Undertaker both just collapsed, <laughs> and Bray pinned, like, one of them, and that was the match. That would have been fun. They're would, something for the live that crowd. That would have been an amazing idea. But, but yeah, yeah, just the whole match Nothing. The sucked. match was nothing. It sucked. Yeah. And like yeah. it sucks for Wyatt because Wyatt looks weak again. As hey, usual. at least he didn't get pinned. I can give them yeah. that. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, Kane didn't look good. Taker looked whatever. Taker looked uh. weak and old because that's he's what, old. Literally, that's what he is. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's yeah. So I was like, fine. Okay. Coolest part of that match was the entrance for Undertaker. Yeah, it was where the they had the coffin hanging over, and there was the switching Undertaker. Yeah, I just I wish like, it was longer. <laughs> you wish it was longer? Really? No, so scary. you would have liked to have seen Undertaker beat on them longer? Uh, literally, the entrance was longer than that match. The, yeah. the exit of their of the ring was longer than the match. It took Undertaker and Kane three years to walk back yeah. to the... Kane's Kane. The entrance. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway, yeah, not, not, not fun stuff, and not fun stuff to be the Wyatts. All right. So the main event was Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose in the finals for the WWE World Heavyweight title. And they give them nine minutes. Yeah, nine minutes, yeah. and it—I mean, they had good spots. But they did. They had. They worked great, and fans were. Yeah, because it was a match nobody had seen before. Yeah, if, if they had more time, it would have been great. Oh, it would have been legendary. It would have been that, awesome because that spear was out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and I knew something was happening because it was twenty-two. Basically. Twenty-two minutes. Yeah, it was twenty-two minutes was like, left. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was like forty-eight or something, and then so I'm like, all right, so. Something's happening because there's yeah. no way you're gonna have. You have 20 minutes left here, yeah. and the confetti's hat. I'm like, okay, that's weird. And then Triple H is there, 
And then obviously, yeah, the shame and the Sheamus just comes and just like so. Like the worst thing that could have happened is Ambrose or Reigns goes over on Ambrose, which everybody should have expected. And they're both faces, and that's the match. That's it. That's the worst thing. And the second worst thing. Was okay. What if uh, Seamus catches and, it? And what, what <laughs> Seamus catches it? Yeah, I'm like, all right. So, so at least this is better than the worst I, thing that could have happened. Yeah. The best thing that could have happened would have been Reigns turning. The second wor- best thing would have been Ambrose turning. So basically, yeah. by the end, yeah, Reigns won, and Triple H comes down to shake his hand and celebrate with him. So instead of doing this, Reigns just says, "Screw authority," and he spears Triple H. And as soon as he turns around. Sheamus catches him with a brogue kick. Right. Yeah. And cashes in. He goes for a pin. Reigns kicks out, which makes you think, oh, oh. is Sheamus going to fail yeah. his cash in? Now one brogue kick later, and Sheamus actually wins the championship. <laughs> yeah. Of all people, you got to make Reigns look strong there. Of all people to put the title on in this horrible rating slump, it's Sheamus is our savior. Say, he was moving the reins in 2009, let me tell you. <laughs> he was like, lighting the world on fire. Cena was just like yeah. sky high. So. Yeah. But yeah, no, it just it sucks. Yeah, that ending was not. It was so Daniel Bryan esque. Yeah, <laughs> it really was. I mean, confetti going in and yeah. Triple H coming in. It and was the... SummerSlam 2013 rebooked all over again. That's yeah. exactly what this yeah. was. Except yeah. Roman Reigns isn't Daniel Bryan. He's not going to get over in the. And same Reigns looked like an idiot there because the it's like, game. oh, he could have just as easily walked away. He could have just as easily. Where was walked Ambrose? Away. Why did Ambrose leave? Yeah. Actually? What happened to his buddy Ambrose? Hey, <laughs> hey, if that if a guy beat, I'd be a little envious too. Let him get his butt kicked. I'm upset that he beat me for the championship. I guess so. That could have set up a heel turn. That that could have I set up something kind of interesting. Expecting down the line. Dean to, yeah. uh, and it was like, I, was I didn't kind help of you. Expecting you Dean may turn on him like after the match. Yeah. Or something. But, something. but that, that never happened. Something either. to be entertained by. Well, it feels like they really built. Are you the, not entertained by Seamus? Are you not entertained? Sports entertained for sure. I'm not entertained by the whitest white person I've ever seen. On television. <laughs> yeah. He is the whitest white person ever, and he's, he's even whiter when he said uh, that that quote there earlier in the night. So he, he says, "Let's get the jiggy with white. it, fella." He says, "Get jiggy on these posers," and he's walking out as your world champion on the same Brutal. show. Just unbelievable. Oh, All right. Well, anyway. That was sad, but we have a special guest coming on in the next, uh, next segment. So It's going to be super awesome. Check, uh, wait for that, everybody. It's going to be after a quick commercial break, so stay tuned. Gangrel, always around to greet us from every single commercial break. Of course. He's a very kind vampire. I mention it every week. It never gets old. So we are joined in studio by Ottawa's own Devin Hannibal Nicholson. How are you today? I'm excellent. Training very hard. Yeah, we can see. I'm going all set for my match. You are a large man. Do you think Gangrel is a real vampire? That is the question. At times I did. Was, yeah. was that blood in his gobl- a goblet or whatever? Was that? I'm, I'm assuming it was clamato juice. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have, have you ever worked with the uh, Gangrel? Uh, I was friends with him in Deep South Wrestling. Oh really? Uh, they were going to uh, bring him back to WWE around that time, 2006, when I was uh, training in Deep South Wrestling, and I don't know if they ever brought him back, but he was. Training with us and uh, doing the events. Oh, that's really because he's, he's one of the few nice people there. Oh, really? 
And but uh, he was not in his top shape at that no, time. No, he wasn't. A little, a little overweight. But I am a real vampire. That's the whole <laughs> <laughs> So you are. I believe I'm more of a vampire than he is. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's yeah. So, yeah, you're on because this week is a huge event for uh, GNW. Yes. Um, I went to your event uh, in, in Brockville recently, a month ago. Uh, Zach, you went to the one in Smith yep. Falls as well. Uh, I also went to the one in Ottawa, where you okay. uh, where you uh, tombstoned uh, Mr. B- Patrick Brazeau through a table. Yes, and I believe his neck still hasn't recovered from that. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Damage. Well done. Yes. Yeah, it looked like it hurt. <laughs> and, but he did get off his criminal charges, so yeah. he may have a serious neck problem, but he's not a criminal. <laughs> Are you, is he suing you at all for his neck or no? No. <laughs> he signed a waiver for yeah, that's that. That's good. Perfect. Good <laughs> that's <name>. good. <laughs> but I think he got off easy, too. <laughs> but you got a big... Uh, I, don't know. I, think, I don't know what was worse, the chop or the tombstone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The chop looked yeah. Well, You yeah. could hear that slap. And I made sure I ripped off his chain when I chopped him. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a monster. But, uh, yes. Uh, this Friday night, November the 27th, we're going to be in Rockland for the last Great North Wrestling event of the year. And I will be defending the Canadian Heavyweight Championship in a three-way TLC match versus the Giant Darko, who I wrestled in Brockville, right. and uh, what did Jeremy he do? Prophet, what who did was he, a former Canadian champion. What did he do to get his chance again? He was complaining, apparently, to Great North Wrestling officials. Which is you. That, uh, <laughs> no, there's a whole team of officials, and uh, that Road Warrior Animal... Uh, oh right! Yeah. Since he only refereed the end and made the pin, uh, that he should not uh, be counted as uh, right yeah. as a loss. That. Hmm. But uh, the thing was, he took out two of the other referees. So right? Yeah. What's Red the point? Animal, uh, he did have his referee license for that night too, because he was supposed to be the referee for the entire match. But unfortunately, he was late getting to the arena due to the ca- uh, taxi cab strike oh, in right. Ottawa. Yep. So luckily, he made it to uh, just in time. save at the end and uh, make the pinfall. And I actually pinned Darko. Yeah. One, two, three. But he wants his rematch. And you were at the Ottawa event yep. where Darko attacked. Jeremy Prophet, yeah. after the match, and actually power-bombed him mm-hmm. into a steel guardrail and bent the steel guardrail, uh, yeah. which Jer- is painful. Jeremy is great, by the way. He is an awesome worker. He's yeah. very tough. He's a very tough individual. So it should be an interesting match because I don't actually have to get pinned to lose the title. Right. It's yeah. the first person to climb the ladder yeah. and rip the title down from the ceiling. Have you, worked a lot of, have you worked a lot of ladder matches in your career? The only other one that I had was against Jeremy, and it ended up with a concussion and my eye getting slid open oh my due gosh. to him jumping off uh, the top turnbuckle pad. I was lying face first onto a table, and actually his butt landing directly on my head. Oh my All God. of his weight, basically the table just shattered, and my head bounced off the concrete, oh my. split my head open. Oh. So how long, how long ago was this? That was 2011. Oh, wow. May of 2011. So that was a so, very uh, tough match. And that's why it's been so long since I've agreed to another yeah. ladder match. And now you've got another person involved in it, too. There's going to be yeah. three of you in yeah. one car wreck-esque <laughs> bout. And they both don't like me, particularly Darko. Yeah. uh, Darko's a jerk, though. (laughs) (laughs) He threw a temper tantrum after our match. Oh, he did, yeah. Pushing everybody. Yeah, he got some victories since then, so now 
he's back into title contention. So it's well, and how does the rest of the card look? Do you got <clears throat> MMB there as well going to be on the card? There's uh, <clears throat> nine matches. Nine matches. Bushwhacker Luke is the best. Oh, that's right, yeah. He's just mm-hmm. inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame this year. He runs his own promotion in Australia right now? No, he lives in Florida. <clears throat> oh, it does? And has his own gym where oh, okay. Hogan works out. Uh, many NFL players uh, work out there as well. Oh, okay, awesome. Uh, yeah, I know. And he's from New Zealand. Australia people in New Zealand. Oh, people, yeah, they hate that, uh, yeah. They hate that. But <laughs> as one Australian put it to me, um, Australians are alcoholics right. and criminals. Right. But New Zealanders are sheep shaggers. That's so right, that's yeah. the difference. That's the difference. That's, the difference. that's what I've heard so, as well. Well, Australia is so. founded on thieves as well. So That's what I was told by the Australian. <laughs> and uh, I was actually training with a New Zealand amateur wrestler a couple of years ago who may be actually re- uh, representing them at the next Olympics. And wow. He certainly didn't like Australians too much. <laughs> so it definitely goes both ways there. Yeah, that's true, eh? But everyone loves uh, Bushwhacker Luke. Right. I've been impressed in Perry, and apparently the special guest referee for this match was the Grape Crusher, who is uh, may not be wrestling again, but maybe moving into officiating oh, okay. or another role. So, uh, yeah. It's going to be and interesting. Dylan to Black will be your announcer again? Uh, no, he had another commitment uh, that night. We're going to have a new announcer for this one. Okay. A new setup. It's going to be quite a nice setup in that arena. Because I know there's a situation that happened um, at the Brockville event where his girlfriend at the time got concussed. She got hurt. Uh, with the- I don't really know the details of that. I've never seen any. Uh, medical reports on that. Oh, really? Um, all I know is he was fairly insistent on having her sit at ringside. He yeah. Liked her, I guess. Likes her. So what happened is, that, yeah, um, it was Jeremy Prophet hit the, the honky-tonk guitar <clears throat> on um, a wrestler, and he, I guess he threw the guitar out of the ring, and Danielle was sitting right beside the ringside, kind of hit, hit hit her a bit, like on the, right on top of the head. And then I, I thought she was, like, selling, but I guess she actually was... Really hurt. And I've never seen the footage. The footage was <clears throat> of the other guy that actually got smashed full force right. into with the guitar. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, who, who was Paul Rosenberg. Yeah, that's who it was. And, uh, yeah, I haven't seen the footage. I haven't seen any medical reports. Oh, okay, I yeah. I just wanted to see if you knew or not. details about that. <clears throat> that's okay. Um, and we also have a new backstage announcer. We were actually trying her out as a backstage announcer. Okay. But uh, Lee Bercy, who is a city councillor in Brockville, will be our backstage announcer uh, for this event. Okay. And, yeah, there's a, it's a 10-match card. Uh, there's a grappling match, submission grappling. Oh, good. Because uh, in Brockville, Vanessa, you had the uh, you had the, the actually Olympic match as well. Yes, know? I like incorporating that onto my Because that's what that you were. A, that's what you, that's what you yeah, did for years. true honor. Uh, it was an honor to have Dory Yates on that card. And she will be back for us again. But she has the Olympic trials coming up in December, so she's training for that. But she had a tremendous... Showing in Brockville, she wrestled a Hungarian wrestler. Right. The crowd actually responded well, and it was actually my favorite match of the Brockville card. Yeah, it was really awesome. She's an amazing athlete, and I have so much respect for her. But yeah, we have a submission grappling match. We have, speaking of women in Brockville, Mm -hmm. Jessica Black, who's the Femme Fatale champion. She will be taking on Vanessa Craven on this event. Uh, Jessica Black won in uh, Brockville. Yeah over uh, Stacy Tebow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be great. K-9, a new 
wrestlers returning to action. The Rock, J- Jr. Yep. Uh, he'll be making his debut. Uh, That's perfect. His video <laughs> has over 40,000 hits. He's already caused a ridiculous amount of controversies. So <laughs> I understand he's going to be bringing two beautiful ladies to the ring with him. Uh, and then, of course, we have Jinxie, who's a valet for us. She'll be managing Blade uh, yeah. in his match. So it's going to be a great card, lots of action, and I'm really looking forward to it. Freak Nation will also be back. Right. We're on the Brockville show, Victorious. Um, so it's going to be cool. I suggest everyone come out to it. It's yeah. going to be our last event of 2015. Tickets are at ticketweb.ca. You can get them at the door. Uh, TheHannibalTV.com has all the information. That's the official uh, website you, of Great yeah. North Wrestling. We and also have a YouTube Facebook channel. Page. Yes, The Hannibal TV is actually our YouTube channel. We're over 13,000 subscribers now, and we're growing yeah. literally by hundreds every week. And it's interesting because 90% of our subscribers are American, so we're actually mm-hmm. more popular in the States oh, interesting. than in Canada. That's so, so weird. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. I was going to talk to you about uh, you're tough enough. So. Yes, I don't know what happened there. That's unfortunate. <laughs> That's really unfortunate because I had, if they were actually going by who had the most YouTube yeah. views... You uh, had the most for the yeah. Oh, yeah. for the mail. Yeah. You had, what was it, like a million at least or something? I had a ridiculous mm. amount. <laughs> and actually, they did stories on me in Mexico, uh, Germany, Italy. Lots of, lots of stories. Lots of wrestling sites. Lots yeah. of Wrestling Observer put something in there. Yeah. And I did not get a chance to be on there. I it was did. in good shape, and I actually think I would have been... It's very entertaining on the show. No, I think so too. It would have been awesome. I do you think the reason why is because of your other uh, stuff that happened prior to that with the WWE? I don't know what's going on because last year I had a tryout in front of Gerald Briscoe and Jim Ross, and Briscoe said he would recommend me, but he wasn't giving me a hundred percent because he said the final decision on who gets hired is not up to him anymore. Mm-hmm. He's just a scout that can recommend people. And then uh, I did a tryout that Ric Flair was at mm-hmm. last August and actually got to train with Ric Flair. And where are these tryouts? At the Performance Center? Or uh, this one was at, Har- at Harley Races Wrestling oh, Academy, okay, yeah. where I actually wrestled on Harley's event that night as well. But it was like a week-long camp with New Japan there, Pro Wrestling Noah, and then Ric Flair was there. And he said he was going to recommend four of us to WWE. And he brought me in to demonstrate stuff a few times. And yeah. he seemed to like me. There was only two matches at the end for Flair, and I was in the last match. And he didn't say who were the four he was going to recommend after the practice. But uh, then when I saw him at the event later that night, I asked him, do you have any suggestions for me of what I could do if I want to be signed by WWE? And he said, no, I like you. You're one of the four guys I'm recommending. Oh, wow. <laughs> So that was the end of August. He never and, heard anything. Yeah. So I don't know, according to Billy Graham, who just got re-signed. Yeah, he's got, WWE, he's got a legend deal. Right? Mm-hmm. I think that's a good sign. You think that's a good in maybe for you? Because Jimmy, you're, I mean, yeah. You're he is about. going to attempt to get me in. I don't know. Uh, he, he's having uh, some stuff done on his health right now. But uh, hopefully he'll at least get an answer because the only answer I want to know is like what the issue is because – any of the people I've talked to don't don't seem to like show any signs that there is an issue. And when that uh, lawsuit between me and them was resolved all the way back in 2012, mm-hmm. it was my understanding that that put an end to 
any issues. It was a mutual right. uh, resolution that we can't talk the details about. But I don't know what the issue is. I really well, don't. this brings me to my next one. Just from Simon Zimmerman. Simon Zimmerman's always our, our question master. He gives <laughs> us all these questions. He gave me a question. Question master. Yeah, he always yeah. every week he gives us a good question that we want to talk about. He gave you one. This is for you. Um, which promotion would you like to work with if you had the chance to, other than the WWE? Would you like to go ROH? Would you like to go New Japan? Would oh, you like New to go PWG, maybe out west? Any other promotions that you have interest no, in? No, no. Just uh, New Japan, really. I want to travel more. Yeah? I will travel more. You've been all over the States, obviously. And- yes, but I'm going to... The thing is, I was getting very popular, then I got sick, then I had to take three years off to yeah. get cured. And now this is really, I came back, I, I stopped wrestling in October 2011, and I came back in May of 2014, so really we're only like a year and a half back, and I'm only just now getting back in my top shape, yeah. was when I was hired by uh, WWE. So we'll see, we'll see what happens with Japan. Have you talked to some guys out there? I have been in contact with Japanese people, and I'm just a hoping bunch of regular I'm, Japanese people. <laughs> no, <laughs> just, just, I've, <laughs> I've talked to lots of people from Japan. That's awesome, and I know there's interest from the Japanese fans of me going to Japan because I have lots. Well, because yeah, just watching your cards, it's just it's obvious that you know you're the star, and you're the, probably the best worker and the most uh, finely like tuned wrestler you can see. I mean, uh, I mean, everyone else seems like they're kind of amateur, like they are, there, but. I mean, you are like the the one. You're the draw, essentially. You know, and it's it's just fun to watch you, and it, it's amazing. I mean, the other guys are great too. I mean, but you could tell that there's the, our talent is continuously improving. But you're just like it's just a step above. You know what I mean? You can just tell that this guy has. You can do more. You know. Yes. Well, hopefully, you'll see me in Japan soon. That'd be amazing. Really uh, they, so. they got really the, the this uh, this January. Yeah, Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. That's that's an amazing card, yeah. mm-hmm. and that looks good. So I, I, that would be awesome to see you over there. I think that you could, yeah, because that's the Japanese. They like big white guys. So <laughs> <laughs> if you yeah, know, I wrestle their style, and I beat up Terry Funk badly. <laughs> Actually, Terry's even said more badly than anyone ever beat him up. Really, oh, really? he's oh, a legend wow. there. Yeah, and I be I'm one. I hold quite a few victories over Abdullah. Yeah, and I actually retired him. Yeah, you did both kayfabe and non kayfabe. <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> so yeah, I should automatically be popular. You in Japan should just when I go there. Not to mention AJ Styles when he was New Japan Pro Wrestling IWGP Champion could not beat me. Really, he could yeah, not beat me. That. I actually pinned him twice in that match. It was the best two out of three falls match that went half an hour, and he did not pin me twice. There was a screw-up with the officiating at the end, but he certainly did not pin me. What The first referee said that I won that match. What? Then some idiot official came and reversed the decision, and I ended up pile-driving him through a table. <laughs> That's like your thing. <laughs> Solve problems your own way. Uh, you will see me against AJ next year for sure because I really don't like AJ Styles. You don't? And I'm going to beat the hell out of him. He's like, oh, well, he's one of the best wrestlers in the oh, world. Oh, I don't. Right? I'm not saying I have any issue with him as a wrestler. He's a fantastic wrestler. He's a phenomenal wrestler. If, if you will. But, uh, <laughs> no, I have a bone to pick with that guy. What's, uh, what would you say is the main bone to pick? What? Kind of grinds your gears, <laughs> AJ Styles. He's a whiner and a complainer. 
and I want to beat him up. I don't like him. You like the Bullet Club at all? I don't follow wrestling, I'll be perfectly honest with you. You're amongst <laughs> me. Get out of the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't follow it. I read the news right. time to time, but I really... Well, right now, WWE stinks. We just, we just did a oh. half <laughs> We did a half-hour bit on Survivor Series, and it was the most predictable show. And even Mick Foley, he even did a message yeah. saying he's off it now. He doesn't even right. watch, watch another Raw anymore because it's just predictable, and they don't, they don't bring up new stars. Did he break his TV on Twitter again? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, so it's it's yeah it's uh, it's interesting how and the ratings have been so super yeah. low right now. And it's true they had record low ratings recently. Yeah, so yep. it seems like it's a record low every every week. week. Every yeah. week, yeah. It's just a sliding scale. They're getting worse, but they still promote at nine ninety nine. Yeah, nine ninety nine is the only amount you have to pay mm. for the WWE Network. Now, for so. you guys, who's your who's your Booker? Is it you, Booker? <laughs> Bookman, who Not like who, who, who sets up, who, who sets up the the matches? There's a committee. No committee that does it. Okay, so they know what's going to go in and what's going to come out. I see. I, I get many people that are involved in those discussions. That's crazy. But yes, for WWE, I wish them the best of luck. <laughs> well, they're for sure listening. So, <laughs> you guys have a bit for uh, these yeah, guys. Have, I these guys. That. I made these guys prep for you. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm I got a bit of a question. You mentioned uh, Billy Graham earlier, and um, you have a decent history with him. What kind of impact would you say he's kind of had on on your life, whether it be like in terms of your wrestling career, even maybe? Just well, as a I friend? owe my life to him because he's the one that got me on my uh, hepatitis C treatment. Like he was, uh, he had a similar treatment and he kind of... No, the doctors in Canada were saying there was nothing that could cure me anytime within the next five to eight years. So he got me an appointment with uh, his liver specialist in Phoenix who uh, works closely with the Mayo Clinic out there, which is one of the leading uh, medical facilities in the world. So I had top recommendations on how to get cured which were which ended up working, so I lo- I love Billy Graham like a grandfather, and I'll do anything for him. He's uh he struggles with diabetes right now, and oh, he's got diabetes, hepatitis C, oh, wow. uh, oh, heart issues. Wow, <laughs> he's still a superstar though. <laughs> yeah, he's still yeah, a he still actually he works out. Well. He works out almost every day. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. you said that the uh, the treatment was experimental. Is it still experimental? They actually took it off the market. It was never even... It was experimental for my genotype always, which was genotype 2, the same as Abdullah. And uh, basically what happened is uh, it was always experimental for genotype 2. The Billy Graham's doctor believed that it would work for me, and it did work. But it was never approved, and the side effects were very bad, and it was very expensive. Over eighty thousand dollars for most treatments. Mine was thirty-six weeks, wow. which is a long time. Yeah. So they found that due to the side effects and the expense, and newer, better treatments becoming available, they completely took it off the market. And uh, I believe October of last year. So wow. it was never approved for my genotype. I believe I may have been the only genotype two ever treated in Canada. That's amazing. That. Oh, wow. But the thing was, why I took that treatment there is because at that time. It was up in the air whether there would be newer treatments. Right. I was able to luckily afford it at that point in time. And I needed to get cured because I still wanted to go back into wrestling. You can't yeah. wait for that. 
and also treatments are very hard on your body. I won't mm-hmm. even get into that. And that's why I took the three years off, book. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and that's one of the reasons why Billy Graham has never been on a hep C treatment because his body with all his other health problems Can't cannot it. handle it. It'll actually yeah. probably kill him. Because you're like in you're great shape, so you yeah. can you can handle stuff like that. It still took a lot out of me, but I, I bet, was mentally yeah. prepared because that was my second treatment. The first treatment failed. So the second treatment, I was mentally prepared for it. Wow. And also I was public about it. Right. So by making videos every week, um, I met a lot of people that were going through the same treatment and had been cured mm-hmm. by various treatments. So I had a lot of support. When you were not sleeping for five days in a row, there's people up from all over the world that, that you're able to kind of That's true, yeah. talk to. So, yeah. No, I was cured, and it's all thanks to Billy. So That's awesome. And, uh, were there points maybe during the treatment that had you kind of thinking that going back to wrestling may be impossible, or was that never a thought you let? Uh, I just mind. wanted to survive every day. I wanted to. It causes actual uh, suicidal thoughts, and uh, also the at certain points there was always like mild itching, and then there were points of extreme itching all over. Like I even had to have special cream for my rear end to put up there because it was itchy there. It was mm-hmm. itchy everywhere. And sometimes it was like a bug under the skin itch where you just wanted to, like, if I just kill myself, at least I won't be itchy anymore. Right. And, of course, you're not sleeping for sometimes days in a row. So, really, I wasn't thinking all that much about wrestling. I was just trying to survive and not kill myself and not stop the treatment because I knew if I'd stop the treatment, it wouldn't work. Right. So it would be all for nothing. So it was a tough time and I had a lot of people helping me. Billy was one of the people that talked to me every day through the treatment wow. and helped me. But the worst part of the treatment, because Billy almost died while I was on the treatment, he had double pneumonia. Oh my god. And he was actually put in the hospital for <laughs> quite a few days. So you so, had to help him. <laughs> yeah, but I thought he was going to pass away and I wouldn't have been able to take that while I was while on, the, on treatment. the treatment. That would have been really hard. Yeah. Yeah, it was hard when I found out he was at the hospital. Yeah, darker. It gets darker and darker, right? Yeah. That sucks. But yeah, he survived. Have you ever uh, struggled with uh, mental illness or anything like that? No, other than that's just the treatment. No, ever. and that's actual a side effect of the treatment. Mm-hmm. The only times where I had meant I actually was depressed was actually when I found out the first treatment didn't work because any time I'd had any type of illness, you always take medications and it works and mm-hmm. it's gone. And I had been training while I was off treatment in MMA. I actually had an MMA fight booked for August. Mm-hmm. I had hope that I would go back to WWE because when they uh, canceled my contract, they did say the door will be open if you're ever cured. Right. So... Uh, I thought, okay, I'll do this first treatment, and then I'll get right back uh, into everything. I'll get an MMA yeah. fight right away. And then uh, they did the six-month post-treatment test and found out it was back. And it's like, okay. And at the same time, they're telling me there won't be anything for like five to eight years. Right. And that's when I began my search yeah. almost immediately for a new treatment. But that was like one of the worst days because it's like my whole life was dedicated to wrestling. I didn't even go to university. Yeah. due to wrestling so I really have nothing but wrestling and yeah. then if I can't wrestle yeah. now you got a deadly disease in you 
Yeah. Was not bright prospect. And a lot of people are unaware or just don't have the knowledge that hepatitis C can be cured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's better cures coming out all the time. But I am officially cured. And uh, I am you? licensed to wrestle in Missouri, okay. which was one of the reasons WWE canceled my contract was I could not get uh, clearance there. Clearance. But I am mm-hmm. now, I do hold the license. Mm-hmm. Because one of the things it's like, oh, if you can't wrestle in St. Louis and Kansas City, what's the point? Well, <laughs> you kidding. can't just have a special schedule. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to ask. Uh, we all know the big impact that Billy Graham had on you, but recently he was saying uh, that with the recent passing of Dusty Rhodes, that he would be willing to be the new promo coach. And with the new uh, Legends deal, with he signed, how much of an impact do you think he would have for those young guys at the Performance Center? That really, that how much of an impact do you think he would have on those guys? He would help them because he's very passionate about wrestling, mm-hmm. and uh, he still watches it. I keep telling him. Just stop watching if it makes you so angry. Because you got to tell me how angry you get. Yeah. He actually watches it every week and oh, just yeah. gets angry about it. And I'm like, I don't watch it. And I don't have to worry about getting Is there angry. a reason why you don't watch it? You're just don't, not interested? Why would I watch it if I get angry? I want to be in there. I know. Right, yeah.
part of the roster. That's what it makes me incredibly yeah. jealous. That's how CM Punk. I think Punk doesn't even watch it either now. Yeah, I was at the doing security at the at the, the Ottawa. SmackDown. Yeah, I was there. Actually, we were there as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. they actually didn't blur my face out on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first time I'd actually seen like a full uh, like a event car? in many years. Oh wow! And my favorite match of that car was Natty against. Uh, Charlotte. Oh Charlotte, that was yeah. the uh, dark match that was uh, before that, right? Yeah, I didn't even it was it was a superstars match, I think. Or yeah, like it that. was. Yeah, it was one of the early ones. But that was the best. That was the best match. Yeah. Well, because I actually got to talk to Natty, and she was very nice. Oh, that's really cool. That's awesome. She said I hadn't aged. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Uh, But yeah, it's too bad about TJ's neck. But you were asking. uh, From what I understand, Billy actually did talk to Triple H about that NXT thing. But Mm -hmm. he's very sick, and that's that's. I don't know if he could do that. Definitely mm-hmm. not at a full-time basis. Yeah. I know he is going to WrestleMania this year mm-hmm. in Houston with them. And mm-hmm. we'll be doing autograph sessions for them. Perfect. But I don't think he's he Do you think he'll get on TV? Like, just kind of a shot here? Hopefully. I hope so. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, he would help the talent. I think he really would. This he's is so hard right now for him. He's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's very few talent that he likes on the roster right now. Wow. Mm-hmm. I just want to jump back to Hepatitis C here for a second. I was watching This Is Hannibal, and in it you said that Hepatitis C may have won the battle, but Devin Nicholson will win the war. What advice would you give to someone that has Hepatitis C and is going through the treatments right now, like to help them get through it? Uh, to one thing I did was watch other people's videos. That's one of the reasons why I documented my treatment was to help people because you find uh, what helped other people deal with certain side effects by watching videos, so, like, uh, I was well aware going into my second treatment, like, drink three milk jugs full of water a day, for instance. It helps uh, clear out the system um, and, like, constantly cream yourself because there's a lot of bad skin issues. So if you're creaming yourself four or five times a day, it helps. Uh, But the main thing is staying positive and taking it one day at a time not looking at the long distance treatment uh, could take. But now I understand there's three month versions of the treatment becoming available, which is a lot better. And versions that don't contain interferon, which is a very bad psychological. Is that what that was in yours? Yeah. Yeah. They all have bad psychological side effects, but I think even for my last one, there was like at least seven potentially deadly side effects that's amazing uh, from, the, that's crazy. from the treatment that's but so it's good that there's new ones coming out but yeah anyone with hep c should get treated get it out of their system and if you've had uh, tattoos in basements or piercings in basements never tr- never do that if i could give anyone <laughs> one advice yeah yeah because you can't trust people i guess i have to close i have to close mine down now okay. <laughs> yeah, don't do that but if you had it get yourself checked because you won't necessarily know the sides, and it's better to take the treatment yeah. earlier if you have it. But, yeah, that's bad. And uh, don't let anyone cut you with an unsanitary razor blade with hepatitis C blood on it <laughs> in a wrestling match. Whose yeah. name is Abdullah the Butcher. <laughs> yeah, he's, a cra- he's literally crazy. He's lost his mind. But right now he is. Yeah, he still doesn't think he gave it to you. 
Ah, uh, what what would you say if you owed someone over two million dollars? Uh, yeah, so, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 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 I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, you, you have one more question? Yeah, just we'll give you more. one more question. And wrap up and uh, yeah, kill excellent. it. So, getting back to the WWE, is that still the main dream or goal, or is it any sort of promotion now? I would rather. Uh, well, I'm not going to say. Any, I'd like to fight Brock Lesnar badly, <laughs> so I would mainly like to go to WWE for that because I'm not afraid of him one bit. And that could be a very interesting feud and well-drawing feud. But uh, I would rather, like, I think I would do better in New Japan. Yeah. It's more my style. Any uh, dream opponents there? Other than AJ? Yeah, He's not a dream it. opponent. He's unsettled business. <laughs> uh, Kenny Omega, Shinsuke Nakamura. Kenny Omega would Okada. be awesome. Yeah. Okada. May, with the great Muda, is always my, one of my favorites. <laughs> but he's not New Japan. Not anymore, no. But uh, no, any all the Japanese, both of my grandparents uh, fought in World War II, so I have a history of beating Japanese people in my family. Well, so, you know, maybe they're just chicken of me. Maybe that's you're a little scared reason, because that's one of the you may have to force the issue comments in New Japan. People, oh, you don't have to hit people so many times. <laughs> well, that's how I wrestle. So if it scares you. You're Get over chicken. it. Yeah, so be it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again, uh, Devin, for coming on and uh, give us give us the last more plug for your for your for your event it's this week. It's going to be taking place this Friday night, November the twenty seventh, the Jean Marc Lalonde Arena in Rockland, Ontario. Our first match ever there, and I am going to destroy my opponents. I have two opponents in the way, the Giant Darko and Jeremy Prophet, and it's going to be a very violent match. My most violent match. Since returning to the ring, a very extreme match, and they're both dead men. When I get through, <laughs> give us a give us a Hannibal and, promo uh, right now. A lot of my friends <laughs> are going to be at this show. It's not very far from my house, so Jeremy Prophet and Darko. It is going to be total annihilation when I get my hands on you this Friday night. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to Wrestling With Ideas. Thank you very much for Devin Hannibal Nicholson for being live in studio with us to promote uh, the upcoming event very soon. GNW! GNW. Check it out. See you all next week.